It's August 30th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. Chris Kotnor is out on special assignment. Our top stories today. Ukraine's military says it has broken through Russia's first line of defense in the occupied Kherson region. The reported push appears to form part of a long-awaited counteroffensive being launched by Kyiv in an attempt to retake the country south. It follows weeks of Ukrainian attacks aimed at cutting off Russian forces there from main supply routes. Kherson became the first major Ukrainian city to fall into Russian hands after troops advanced into the city from the Crimean Peninsula in the opening days of the war. In an update early this morning, a spokesman for Ukraine's Southern Operational Command said 13 Russian command posts had been destroyed, as well as three ammunition depots and a crossing over the Dnipro River. An attack on a children's playground has killed at least seven people in the capital of Ethiopia's northern Tigray region, medical officials there said, in the first such attack after a four-month-old ceasefire collapsed this week. The officials said three children were among the dead, but a federal government spokesperson denied any civilian casualties. The Ethiopian government subsequently urged residents of Tigray to stay away from military facilities, saying it intended to take actions to target the military forces. Government airstrikes have previously killed civilians, investigators say. In January, a drone strike killed 56 people and injured 30, including children, in a camp for displaced people in Dedebit, according to witnesses. At least 23 people have been killed in some of the worst fighting for years in Iraq's capital, Baghdad. The violence erupted after Maqdada al-Sadr, one of Iraq's most influential figures, said he was withdrawing from political life. Iraq has been in a state of paralysis since October's inconclusive elections. Mr. Sadr's bloc won the most seats but could not agree on the formation of a new government, with the second-largest bloc comprised mainly of Iran-backed parties. All of those killed were Mr. Sadr's supporters, while some 380 were injured, Iraqi medics said, according to the AFP news agency. Elsewhere, the last of his people, a Brazilian indigenous man known as the Man of the Hole, has been found dead, decades after the rest of his uncontacted tribe were killed by ranchers and illegal miners, officials said. The man, whose real name was never known to the outside world, was found in a hammock in a hut in the Tanaru indigenous territory in Rodonia State on the border with Bolivia. On August 23rd, Brazil's National Indian Foundation said in a statement, He had been living in complete isolation for 26 years. The man was believed to have been alone since the remaining members of his small tribe were killed in the mid-1990s by illegal loggers and miners seeking to exploit the tribal area. According to the most recent government data, There are some 800,000 indigenous people belonging to more than 300 distinct groups living in Brazil. 
On August 29th, the United States received formal notification from the government of the Solomon Islands regarding a moratorium on all naval visits pending updating its protocol procedures, the U.S. Embassy in Canberra, Australia, said in a statement earlier this morning. The Prime Minister of the Solomon Islands denied reports of the moratorium, saying that there would be a clarification later today. Relations between Honiara and Washington have been tense ever since the Solomon Islands reached a security agreement with China earlier this year. The draft deal, revealed in a leak in March, set out terms including the possibility of China sending armed forces to the island to protect its investments, as well as docking its warships. A Turkish court has placed pop music singer Gulchen Bayraktar Çolakoğlu under house arrest, state-run news agency Anadolu said on Monday. Last week, the pop star, widely known as Gulchen, was jailed pending trial on charges of inciting or insulting the public to hatred and enmity after she made a joke about religious schools in Turkey. Gulchen has previously been targeted by Turkish conservative groups for her revealing stage outfits and support for the LGBTQ community. Members of the ruling Justice and Development Party defended Gulchen's arrest with the party's spokesman tweeting that inciting hatred is not an art form. Warning that Afghanistan faces deepening poverty with 6 million people at risk of famine, the UN humanitarian chief urged donors yesterday to restore funding for economic development and immediately provide an additional $770 million to help Afghans get through the winter, as the United States argued with Russia and China over who should pay. More than half the Afghan population, some 24 million people, need assistance and close to 19 million are facing acute levels of food insecurity, the chief went on to say. And we worry that the figures will soon become worse because winter weather will send already high fuel and food prices skyrocketing. The United States is the world's leading donor in Afghanistan, providing more than $775 million in humanitarian aid to Afghans in the country and the region in the last year. In lighter news, more than five decades after the original Star Trek series ended, its beloved communications officer will venture into the unknown for real when Nichelle Nichols's ashes are launched into deep space later this year. Nichols, who played Lieutenant Nyota Uhura in the original Star Trek, passed away at the age of 89 in July. The launch is set for later this year, and the ship will bear the name Enterprise Flight in honor of its passengers. It will also carry the remains of Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry and his wife, as well as those of James Doohan, who played Montgomery Scotty Scott in the series and films. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Dr. Kamran Bokhari 
Director of Analytical Development at the New Lines Institute, about the potential contours of the new Iran nuclear deal. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. (laughs) 